guys, welcome back to Knights of Rin Podcast. It's Allie, and today I'm here to talk about subjects, well, a subject or subjects, they're kind of two little mini subjects tied together, that I've actually brought up in a number of my episodes, and has also been a subject that I've wanted to cover ever since I think we started the podcast, because it's something that can easily tie to a lot of personal lives, as I've also heard in my episodes from other guests I've had. It can tie to personal lives, and it also is a big theme and general topic throughout Star Wars. So today, the episode is called Letting Go and Holding On. The reason for that is, today in the episode, I'm going to be covering that subject of letting go and holding on. It's actually a big theme throughout Star Wars, especially letting go, but I thought I could tie holding on into it, because Throughout Star Wars, not only are they letting go, they're also finding things to hold on to to get them, propel them through their stories and their adventures and everything they face. So today I'm planning to try to cover all of the content. Hopefully this doesn't come out too long. I'm hoping hoping to go through all the content and just talk about how the subjects tie into it and how watching that has just impacted my view of it and impacted my life and like how I can take those those things you can learn from Star Wars and seeing these subjects and these characters deal with these things and how watching that growing up, that was very impactful and also just how it impacts these characters and their stories. So for episode one for Phantom Menace, my biggest points, I think, this movie focuses a lot obviously on the introduction of Anakin and the biggest, this being the first one, even though it didn't come out first, the New Hope came up first, but we're going in this order. The biggest thing, obviously, that is like the overarching like loss in this film is obviously Anakin making the choice to leave his planet and to leave his mom to go with the Jedi to become a Jedi and to train and to like find this like they believe this for him that he has like this destiny. And he can achieve these goals. And because of that, he makes the choice to leave. And But at the same time, he does tell his mom to, like, I'll come back. He still holds on to that relationship he has with his mom. And he's like, I'll come back and, like, visit. But, like, obviously we see later that, like doesn't work out as well as he wanted it to but at that time he holds on to that and he acknowledges that and he acknowledges even though I'm leaving to take on this higher purpose I'm holding on to like where I was born and to my relationship with you and I think that's very important and I also like me going off to college soon I mean watching that the fact that you can like leave and like move on to this next step of your life but having that acknowledgement that you'll go back and you'll remember your family and how he carries that with him he does remember his mom and he's able to take that with him and I think that's extremely important and it does introduce one of the types of loss and holding on which is losing something to take on another step of your journey but acknowledging that holding on to that Another character who undergoes this is obviously Obi-Wan at the end of the film. He loses Qui-Gon, but at the same time, after that, he comes to think, okay, even though I've had this loss, I need to move forward, and he takes on the responsibility of training Anakin, especially because, not only just because it's what Qui-Gon wanted him to do, but also just because that's his next step, like, he's lost his master, he's growing up and he's moving forward and so he takes on this responsibility so he processes the letting go and then he goes towards his future with that purpose of holding on to a future he holds on to the fact that even though I've lost my master I can now be a master for someone else and that can benefit that person despite my loss and it could benefit me in turn by now being a teacher because I've lost my teacher and I think that's also really powerful And then going into episode two, the biggest loss in this one is obviously Anakin losing his mom, especially going back to what I just mentioned about episode one. He acknowledged that while he was going on to this like future step of his journey, he acknowledged that he would still remember his mom and come back to like free her. Like he says in the first movie, like free all the slaves, like I want to help them. So he comes back and now he loses his mom. And because he was holding on to the fact, like I said, he was leaving his mom and going through that loss. 
to achieve his future, but he was holding on to the fact that he would come back and that this part of his life would still exist even if he was moving forward to this future. But the fact that he comes back and he loses that, it's really hard to, like, process that as a person. Like, you have to understand, like, you're like, I'll come back. I'm making a choice to leave but I will hold on to this and I will come back. But to go back and to lose that, it's kind of like you process mentally. You're like, okay, so I lost it and now I'm losing it for good. Like now I can't even hold on to it because I'm just losing it permanently. And I made a choice to leave it, but now I'm losing it. And like, I didn't even get to hold on. Now I'm just losing it altogether. And that's obviously like very hard to deal with. And I think it makes it kind of come full circle in a way with that aspect of loss, but it definitely impacts his future too because he went through this loss because of a choice he made. I think it does come to impact his future thinking process going into the next film about like processing what he will lose, like how the choices he will make will affect like, not wanting to lose more. Like, he does not want to lose anyone else close to him. And that's why in the third film, I think, he especially makes the choices he does because he does not want to lose someone close to him again because of choices he makes. And if he makes certain choices, he will lose that person. But now that he sees a clearer path, because before in the first film, he believed, okay, I can leave, but I will hold on and I can still visit and still have this and still save my mom. But because he completely loses that, the fact that he sees an opportunity in Revenge of the Sith, the fact that he sees that opportunity to avoid the loss it just gives him that much more reason to hold on to that opportunity of keeping that person. Because by holding on to that, you don't have to deal with, like, losing it completely again. And you have that choice this time. Like, last time he might not have seen, foreseen, like, right away, like, for a long time, probably seen the possibility of losing his mom. He it, it, he didn't find out till like, much later that there was that possibility. He probably still thought he could save her. And, but the fact that now he went through all this loss, but now he has this opportunity to keep this person... I think that does, like, impact his thinking in that film and why he makes the choices he does. And which is why I noted, also, not only does he lose his mom in that film, but he holds on to a future with Padme. Like, the fact he already had feelings for her, but the fact that that was developing throughout the film, and then he experiences the loss of his mom, and he sees this other person that he can hold on to and love and have... And cherish a relationship with. He holds on to that. So while he experiences the loss of his mom, he still finds something to hold on to, which is what keeps him propelling forward and making the next choices that he comes to. And then I'd say in Clone Wars, there's a lot of loss, obviously. Throughout the Clone Wars, a lot of Jedi and clones and characters go through loss. And you see that a lot throughout the show. And I think the largest thing is not only do they come to, like, believe in this hope of a better future and believe in their fellow, like, the family they've built around them, whether it be fellow clones or fellow Jedi or the overall, like, Republic, like, this concrete thing they can believe in to help them achieve a future. That's definitely what they hold on to throughout all that loss. And... I feel like the biggest letting go thing is obviously seeing Ahsoka walk away from the Jedi Order is powerful for a number of reasons. We see her be able to go through that process of letting go. She doesn't just hold on, take this opportunity in front of her. While it's an opportunity, she sees how she's been treated and she sees the unbalancing of trust and how because no one trusted her how she can she trust herself and how can she trust those around her and she takes that and she takes the ability to let go of this and leave which is really powerful and in connecting back to a personal life seeing that it's really powerful because it like shows you the opportunity that no you have no like responsibility to stay in something even if like Anakin said it's been like your whole life even if it's been like such a huge part of your life you have no responsibility to it and you have that ability to just 
let go and leave it behind you. And I think that's a really powerful thing to see in a show because it gives you that clarity in your own life that you don't have a responsibility to stay in something. And if you see something is wrong or something's unjust, you have that ability and you should have that ability to leave. And I think that's really powerful. And because throughout Clone Wars, they're like in a war. And so they're experiencing loss and they're trying to hold on to hope. We see a lot of themes with that, with coming to accept letting go and also coming to accept what you can hold on to and trying to process what is happening around you with the war and trying to understand what are the right choices to make. And I think letting go and holding on tight to that a lot because you have to experience what is happening around you and process it to where you can make the choices for the future and get into the mindset for the future that works best. And then going into episode three, I started to talk about episode three on my episode two thing. But like I said, it's a lot of it is Anakin holding on to that thinking process that he can save Padme and he sees the opportunity and he doesn't want to accept the possibility of having to let go again. So he holds on to that. So, but we do see like it takes him a while. He's like trying to process things around it, but ultimately he does make that choice because, like I explained earlier, he sees that opportunity and he doesn't want to lose that and he doesn't want to like lose something when in reality he had the ability to avoid that and he had the opportunity possibly right in front of him like he was being presented the opportunity of being able to save someone so obviously he made the choices he did because he had that opportunity in front of him and I think like it makes sense in a way like I know obviously like it's bad for him to turn against, like, everyone and, like, make this choice, and it can seem selfish, yes, but when you take into account what he experienced in Attack of the Clones with the loss of his mom and how that ties into his younger life and the choices he made in Phantom Menace, you do kind of see some of that reasoning, and it does have at least a little bit of clarity to it throughout all of that. And then going... Back to that idea of him betraying everyone. Obviously, Obi-Wan has to accept the loss of his people. He holds on for a while, not wanting Anakin. Like, this is not Anakin. He's not making these choices. I, like, I know him. He's not making these choices. This isn't him. Like, there's still that glint of hope at first. But obviously, that goes away. And so, unlike Anakin, who's... Because of his experiences, he's just holding on so tightly, and he's holding on to anything and everything that he believes is right. Obi-Wan is able to take that step back in this instance, and let go, and accept that he's lost Anakin, and that, like he says, you are lost. So he accepts that loss, and I think that's really powerful, because he already lost Qui-Gon. He already lost his master, and now he's losing his people, too. So that's a lot of loss to deal with. So the fact that he's able to take that step back and accept that he's lost Anakin, it goes to show that even though he's experienced all this loss and this past experience of loss, he's able to accept that he might have to lose more as a result. And that is important to see in a way, because... Sometimes you want to hold on to, like, every chance to... There's different reasons. There, there's, like, good reasons to believe to hold on to something and a possibility of the best outcome. And then there's that time that it comes where you need to accept you just have to let go. And I think this ties to my own life, too, because with an experience I had this year and with experiences I've had throughout my life, I think, you have to come to that decision-making of how long you're going to hold on. And there's some instances where I think it's better to hold on, but then there's some instances where I think you have to just really push yourself to accept the loss. And I personally wish I had taken that route more this year. I held on to a lot, and I kept seeing hope, and I believed I saw hope, and I believed in my heart, and I believed I was seeing what was right, and I was conflicted. <laughs> so it relates a lot to Star Wars in the in this theme. But I also just wish I had just let go because it honestly could have saved me a lot of pain later if I had just accepted that I had to let go 
but instead I held on to hope for so long, but there's a point where you just can't hold on anymore. And so looking back at this theme in Star Wars, I think that is an important thing to acknowledge in our lives of when it's just, you just need to accept that you're going to continue to lose things and you're going to continue to experience loss. Or if you're going to experience loss or not experience loss and like hold on, depending on what you've experienced. And I think that's something we need to really process and think about in our lives. And I'd recommend that to a lot of people listening is when you're in a situation, acknowledge that and think that over. And no matter how much like hope you have, think about like the long-term consequences if you do hold on. Now, moving on to Rebels, as we've talked about in the podcast a lot, this is a big thing that helped me acknowledge the fact that I want to do this episode, despite the fact that I, I did want to do it originally when this podcast started. But obviously, because of the way things went with my life and with recording, scheduling, blah, 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 it just we just never generally got around to it. And now, and then when I was experiencing the scene coming up again and again, these Rebels episodes, it just built that wanting to do this episode. So, a largely because all of the characters experience these processes of letting go and holding on. Obviously, largely, they hold on to hope. Hope that comes up over and over um, how these characters are holding on to this hope and how it's pushing them through these experiences they're going through and how they have this hope for the future and hope of helping people and hope of the rebellion winning and hope of their family getting to see a time when they're not like dealing with the empire. So obviously hope is what they hold on to while they're dealing with all this loss. Because they do lose a lot. The whole crew loses Kanan. And I'll get more into that in a second. But the whole crew loses Kanan. Zeb loses like almost his entire species. Except for like small bits and pieces as we see in the show. But he loses almost his entire species. And Ezra loses his family. And so does Sabine in a way. Sabine for a while loses her family too because until she's able to come and repair that relationship with her family later in Rebels, a lot of her trust issues and her experiences and her thinking processes driven by this past experience of conflict between her and her family and feeling like because of the conflict she's lost her family and she had in a way because like her family technically turned against her. So she she did lose her family and so that drives a lot of her thinking process. But then with Ezra, he loses his family a lot more literally. And because of that, it's an even heavier loss, especially because I think he held on to hope for so long that they were still out there. And we saw that in the show, because as soon as he believed he had the opportunity to find them, he jumped on it, like, immediately. And he pushed and he pushed and he pushed, because he believed he saw that opportunity of saving his family and getting his family back. So he pushed for that, and he tried to reach so hard for it. And then when he ultimately discovers that he's lost them, it's hard for him, because he's experiencing that loss. But thankfully, he has that thing to hold on to because he has his newfound family. And having Kanan and Chopper there with him when he gets the news, and then later just having the rest of his, his found family there for him, he's able to take found family and hold on to them and the future he can have with them and the bonds he shares with them. And he's able to hold on to all of that And he's able to use it to push him towards the future and going through these next experiences in his life. And he still acknowledges the loss, just like with other characters in Star Wars. He still acknowledges that loss he went through, as we see in the finale. He still thinks about his parents. He acknowledges they really helped start this rebellion and pushed for making a change. And he acknowledges that and how they still have a role in his life and how that influences him. Like, they live on in a way. Like, he acknowledges how they live on in his life. And not only does he take his found family to influence his experiences and, like, push him through his experiences, 
but he takes the loss of his family and his previous family and he puts it into his experiences because he acknowledges how his parents had that hope for a better future and how they fought for it. And now that's what he's doing. So he acknowledges, I'm taking my found family and I'm going through these experiences with them because I've been able to find this family with them. But I'm also taking my family I've lost and I'm able to put them into the experiences I'm having and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think that's just really powerful to see with him. And throughout his journey, and we haven't, I'm probably going to like reference this when I get into the Ezra episode, because I think that is really powerful for him to do. And he experiences even more loss, because now let's get into Canaan. So he experiences even more loss, because he loses Canaan. And he, so he loses Canaan, and Canaan became basically like a father figure. Canaan became his master his, like, adoptive father, his, just a mentor, a role model, just, like, someone he cared about, and he has experienced that loss, and it's loss of his found family, and it's a big part of his found family, and I don't want to get into it too much, because I'm going to get into it in the Ezra episode, but he experiences that loss, and he still holds on to his hope, and his found family, and I believe he adds Canaan into that, like, circle of he's doing things for his lost family, and now he's doing things for Canaan, too, because he's lost Canaan. And Canaan is still a part of that, like, how they were fighting for a better future, and how they had these goals and determinations and belief and hope and bonds with each other, and is able to take that and continue on with the remainder of his family. And despite that loss, he's able to move forward with it. And I think all of the crew and everyone who experiences that loss of Canaan is able to do that. They're all able to take that because Canaan believed in what they were fighting for. And Canaan believed in their family. And they're able to take the relationships of their family and take that goals they have for the future. And they're able to use it. And they're able to help push them through the rest of the series. And I think that's really powerful that despite all these losses these characters face, they're able to overcome them. Like Sabine's able to go back and repair relationships with her family. Ezra is able to move past the loss of his family. Zeb's able to move past the loss of his people and when he finds some remains of his people he's able to help them and push forward with his new family despite all the loss of his people and of the overall experience of feeling like he failed all of that pain he's able to take that and push forward and hold on to his newfound family rebels is already so much of my favorite content in star wars it like i love rebels so much and watching it And, like, I say this a lot, like, seeing these characters and not just the relationships they have with each other, but how they take those relationships and it's able to propel them through the experiences they do and how they're able to use each other to help them get through what they go through. And I think growing up with the show and watching the show and watching these characters and those experiences, it was really helpful to watch. Because whenever I'd face social struggles or bullying because of my vision or just generally other crap in life, like, if you can find these people in your life and you can find hope, you can push through all of that. And I found a family and, like, I relate to the characters and I feel like they're my family because I connect to them so much and I love them all so much. So being able to find that family and then my own family and my own friends in my life and take those people and take those relationships I have with them and help those relationships like get me through struggles and the hope get me through struggles and get me to the future and get me through everything just like they take hope in their relationships. I think taking that into my own life was very powerful and very helpful. Moving on to Rogue One, most of the loss is obviously at the end of the film, but we don't get to see as much of the process of that loss because the characters we're focusing on on the film all die, so we don't really get to see that process. And obviously, like, once they die, there's only, like, the scene with Vader and, like, the holding on to hope, which is holding on to hope, with Leia holding on to that hope at the end. That is the overall, like, now we're still holding on to hope. But there is still that loss. And 
throughout the film, the characters are dealing with loss in ways, and they do all hold on to that hope, largely because Jin, she doesn't really know her place. She, like, like she's lost her mom, her father is off with the Empire, Saw Guerrera abandons her, so she, like, experiences all this loss in the beginning of her life, and then she just herself feels lost, like... She doesn't really know her place, and then she doesn't really want to become a part of something bigger, like, at first. Because, like, when she's first taken into the Rebellion, she's like, I don't really want to be a part of this. So, like, she's already lost, but she does not want to get into, like, the bigger stuff. So she's, like, trapped in this kind of place where she doesn't really know, like, what her purpose is. And yet she obviously still gets through life. She still holds on to hope and whatever else and then throughout the movie, these experiences influence her, and she has to experience, like, more loss. Like, she permanently loses her dad. Like, right when she gains this hope that her father is still there and still on her side and still, like, cares about her, even though she's experienced all that loss before and she has all that pain about being abandoned by him, she still, like, she finds that hope. And that chance that her father is still there for her. And when she sees that ability to get her father back, she's able to hold on to that and propel her forward to taking the next step she does. But she still experiences that permanent loss of her father. But she comes full circle to realize that she finds this purpose. Even though at first she did not want to be a part of the rebellion. She finds it in herself that her father was fighting so hard for this. And either just that, or generally, like, the hope she sees, like, all of these different little mini aspects she finds throughout the film, like, helps build her up to the mindset that we will keep fighting, we will keep fighting for the hope and the ability to succeed. And I do think that a large part was the loss of her father and being able to finish that mission for him in a way because he had fought so hard to achieve that goal. And so she takes that loss and she finishes it for him. And that's very similar to Rebels in a way, like I said, because they take the loss and while they lost Kanan, Kanan still had that similar goal to them of wanting to work towards a better life and fight with the rebellion. And so Jin takes that similarly, whereas her father was fighting for the rebellion in a way with what he was doing with the Empire and doing what he did to the Death Star. She's able to take that fight he had and now that she's lost him, she's still able to take what he left behind and finish it for him. And I think that's really powerful that she finishes that. And even though she dies at the end, she still found a purpose. Because for so much of the film, she doesn't really know what her purpose is. And her place in the galaxy is. She, like, feels lost. But when she finds this chance and this goal her father had, she takes it and she finishes his goal. She helps the rebellion. And she's able, like, her journey kind of comes full circle with that. And so even though we lose her at the end of the film, it's still really powerful with what she achieved. And all of the characters were able to hold on to that hope, just like her, and able to hold on to that possibility of succeeding. And so they're all able to hold on to that, and even though they keep experiencing loss after loss, and even more loss, they experience so much loss, they all continue to fight until they do win and achieve this goal. And that's really powerful to see throughout the film. Moving on to Solo. Obviously, early in the film, Han has to deal with losing Kira, and it's kind of similar to an Anakin kind of thing, where Anakin leaves his mom, and he loses that, but he holds on to the fact that he can come back and get back to her, and that's similar to what Han does in this film, is he takes that fight and wanting to get back to Kira, and it helps propel him into the next steps of his journey, because everything he does following that is trying to get towards reaching that goal of getting to her. And so he takes that similar path, and obviously it ends up better for him, because he does get to see her again, and so he takes that holding on to that possibility of seeing her again, and despite the fact that he loses her at that time, he takes that hope 
and that chance, and he uses it to help influence his decisions up until he does find Kira again. And then throughout the film, he obviously continues to hold on to Kira, and he wants to keep that relationship because he fought for it for so long to keep it, and he did believe that when he found her, he's like, now I can keep it, my goal's accomplished, I have it. But throughout the film, he does form these, like, new connections. Obviously, the largest one being that with Chewbacca. And then, so the fact that by the end of the film, when he does lose Kira and Kira leaves, he still has Chewbacca, and he holds on to that, and he leaves, and Chewie becomes, like, he's, like, second in command on the Millennium Falcon, and they fly together and have adventures together, because he's able to form that new relationship, and so even though he lost this relationship he fought so hard for, and he held onto for so long, he found a new one. And that is also important. Going back to real life, that is also important to see for real life. The fact that despite how hard you fight for something or fight for a relationship, there's still the possibility of losing it. But then there's also that possibility of finding new relationships and new people to believe in. And there's always, like, there's that ability to, like, move forward and find new people. And I think that's very important to see because without that, many people would just be lost because they continue to hold on to something. And if they lose it, then they'll feel lost. But it's important to see in this film that you can still find new people and you can, there's still somebody out there for you. And like, there's still that chance. Like I said, like, there's still somebody out there for you because like later he finds Leia. So like, there is still somebody out there for you. And so even if you experience loss at that moment, you could still find like Chewie and Leia and you can still find these people in your future. And that's very important to see in real life because... I've even experienced it, like, sometimes you lose people, and it becomes hard, but then the ability that you can find new people in your life, it's really powerful, and so I think it's really important to see that in these films. And then with uh, New Hope, the big loss propels Luke's journey. At the beginning of the film, he loses his aunt and uncle, he loses that family he knows, but he takes that, and he's like, there's nothing more for me here now. So, like, he's able to take that. And despite that loss he faces, he moves forward to his future. And like I've said over and over so far in this episode, that's what a lot of the characters have to do. Is they experience their loss, but then they find that, like, hope for their future and that chance for their future. And that's able to pull them through it. Then he loses Obi-Wan. And that's another ex- case of it because... He loses his family, but he's like, oh, I still have Obi-Wan, I still have this chance to, like, become a Jedi like my father, and I still have this other person who believes in me, and then he loses that person, too. And so, like, it explains why he's so upset there, because even though he didn't know Obi-Wan for that long, he found a new person to really believe in, and that's kind of, like, similar to Obi-Wan in a way, because, like, Obi-Wan was able to believe in Anakin after he lost Qui-Gon. So being able to believe in someone after you experience loss is definitely helpful, so that's... I think that explains why it's so difficult for him when he does lose Obi-Wan because he experienced loss and then he just experiences even more loss of that thing he used to hold on to to process that loss and move forward. But despite the fact that he does lose Obi-Wan, he now has Han and Leia and he still finds a purpose with the rebellion later in the film. And so he he still finds purpose and he still finds people in his life. And I think that's a large thing that I've been covering. I think a large part of it is definitely losing something or losing someone, but being able to hold on to newfound relationships and newfound purpose. That can definitely be helpful to see because people do experience loss in life. So basically, throughout that film, he's able to experience that loss, but then he's able to continue his journey with the people he does find and fight for what he believes is right. And he takes all that and he uses it and he does save the day. And I think that's powerful for him because he experiences all this loss and he's like gone through all of this, but he takes it all and he's able to propel him through the rest of his journey throughout the film. Obviously, the other loss in this film is Leia losing her home planet. I think, unlike Rebels, where we got to see a lot of 
processing the loss of Kanan, they dedicate an entire episode to it. Unlike with Rebels, we don't really get to see Leia processing that loss as much, which I'd say is one regret of these films, is not getting to see her process that loss as much, because it, like, kind of happens, and, like, yes, she's upset, but we don't really get to see much of that, but we still acknowledge that she did experience that loss, and even though she experienced that similar to Luke, she still, like, continues to fight forward. So I think, like, hope is a big theme in Star Wars, obviously, and it definitely ties into these themes of letting go and holding on, because holding on to that hope definitely propels them through the trials and tribulations they face. Okay, moving on to Empire Strikes Back, the biggest loss in this film is obviously the loss of Han at the end of the film, but before that, it's obviously holding on to hope for most of the film because these characters find themselves in these like difficult situations and typically holding on to their hope of reaching better ones is what propels them um, through them. And I think, again, we see that relationships and hope get tested throughout this film especially because especially when Luke finds out that Vader's his father it's a big shock to him like a really big one like it's a big revelation to learn that like this dark Sith Lord guy is your dad like that's a big thing and so obviously there's like kind of a loss and holding on aspect to that because even though he doesn't like physically lose anyone he kind of like he both loses because he pro he believed he was only ever told that his father was like this jedi knight that fought with obi-wan so he loses that like ideal image of his father because like now he knows his father is like a sith lord then he also kind of loses his overall like trust and like understanding his like understanding gets tested and to come to a revelation that big, you experience, like, a loss of, like, mind, in a way, if that's how you want to learn it, a loss of mind, and then also just a loss of hope, in a way, because, like, when he learns that Vader is his father, he's obviously like, very distraught, he's, it's obviously having a very negative effect on him, and, like, he does not want to join his father, like, he'd rather, like, die than join his father, like, he, so he holds on to that reasoning. A lot of that moment is holding on not so much to something, but to reasoning. He experiences loss in his mind, and he becomes lost, but then he holds on to reasoning and what he believes is right, and he makes the choices he does, and he chooses that he does not want to join his father. So he makes that choice, but then, even though he's lost all of this, and he holds on to that reasoning, he finds hope and he finds his relationships with Leia and Chewie and everyone else and he finds that hope again and finding that hope and finding that chance propels him out of that negative reasoning and gives him that hopeful reasoning and despite this loss of mind and your thinking being all muddled he takes that hope that he finds and he holds on to that and they all do because they just lost Han but at the end of the film like in that final shot they're like holding on to that hope of saving Han and getting to a better future they still hold on to that despite everything they've experienced and all the pain and all the loss and he holds on to that hope of saving his friend and fighting for a better future and I think that's really important to focus on because if you experience you experience like all this loss and you can experience pain but in the end you can still find hope and that's really powerful and seeing these characters throughout this film facing all of these struggles and facing all of this testing of their hope because their hope gets tested, and their belief gets tested, and they don't know if they'll get out of the situations they do, and they ultimately do experience loss, because they experience the loss of Han, and then Luke experiences loss of mind when he's all confused about his father, and, like, what his father tells him, but they still find that shred of hope and that opportunity for the future to save their friend. They take that opportunity, and hope and it pushes it forward and, it, and the next film 
and Return of the Jedi. Luke obviously experiences another loss because he loses Yoda, but similar to Obi-Wan and similar to his family and, like, everyone else he's lost in his life, he still finds a purpose. He still finds the ability to go on, but of course you do see loss because, like, he does experience that feeling because, like, when you do lose someone, you do have at least a slight moment of feeling lost in a way because you've lost this person and it does have an effect on you. And despite the fact that he does move forward and he does find new goals, he experiences that loss. And so it's still important to acknowledge that because every loss that a character experiences in Star Wars and every loss that anyone experiences in real life is important. But obviously the biggest testing of loss and holding on and hope and everything, the biggest test of that in this film is the back and forth between whether Vader will turn or not and Luke holding on to that belief that his father will turn and that his father will join the light side and like he won't be on the dark side anymore and he'll join Luke and there's still good in him and he holds on to that throughout the film. He still believes like to the better end, like even when he's being electrocuted by the Emperor at the end, he's still like calling out for for Anakin because he still sees the good in him. Like throughout the film he does and he still he reaches towards that. And it's tested a lot because, like, his father keeps denying that hope and denying that chance. And he's like, I'm not turning, I'm not turning, I'm not turning. And it kind of, like, breaks you down in a way when you're constantly holding on to something and someone keeps beating it down and saying, it won't happen, it won't happen, it won't happen. And that's a common experience in life with some people because some people are just like, it won't happen, it won't happen, it won't happen. And they'll keep up that mentality. And it weighs down on you. But he still holds on to it, which I think is really powerful. The fact that he holds on into it until, like, the bitter end. Like, even, like, throwing his lightsaber away and being like, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Like, he holds on to that. And he's, like, believes in his father. And he believes in that chance. And he holds on to that throughout the film. So I think that's powerful to see that he's holding on to that. And that goes back to the ideas of either accepting loss or holding on and he obviously takes the route of holding on in this case because he holds on to the fact that his father will change and he believes that his father will change and in the end his father does change so it does go to show that sometimes when you hold on you can't have good results and that's why it's important to acknowledge it because obviously Luke's thinking process was right and the fact that his father did change but sometimes when you have that thinking process, it won't turn out right. But the fact that he held on to it and it worked out for him, I think good for him, especially after all the loss he experienced. He experiences so much loss throughout these three films. So I think that the fact that he does hold on to something and it turns out the way he wants it to, I think that's really good. And even though his father dies at the end, he still has his found family around him. So he still has those relationships and that hope and that fact that his father did make that decision and that he believed that his father would make it and he believed in his father and he made that choice. So I think that was really important for him to experience. Okay, moving into resistance. Throughout resistance, I think Kaz holds a lot onto hope. Hope because people are doubting him and questioning him constantly. He's struggling as a mechanic. He can't. He doesn't really have the abilities to do it. So people are questioning that on him and like kind of being hard on him because he doesn't know what he's doing. And then in general with his mission and with what he's trying to achieve, he still struggles with that. And especially finding his place and being told you're a mechanic and this is like what you have to deal with and this is the life you have to live. At first he's like, he doesn't like it. And he, he tries to get away from it. Like when he has the chance to get away from it, he like takes chances to get away from it. Like when he meets Brooklyn, he jumps at that opportunity because he sees it being a better life than the one he has. And so at first, Kaz holds on to that, like, want for a better life. And he's also dealing with questioning and judging of his abilities. And I think in a way that's what influences him to make some of those decisions he does and make some of those thinking choices he does about not wanting to be there. 
It's especially because he's just constantly being questioned and weighed down by the people around him. But I think the fact that Yeager believes in him and lifts him up ultimately help change that for him. Because he does come to a point where he accepts his role and he accepts his place and he accepts what he has to go through and the experiences he has to have in order to succeed and in order to like live with what he's living through with his mission and with his life, current life, his mechanic. And he does get better and he improves and he manages to find reasoning for all the questions and he, because he finds that not only does Yeager believe in him, but like Poe believes in him and there are people there who believe in him. And so even though he's dealing with all these struggles and all all this, like, questioning and, like, not feeling good enough, he overcomes all of that and hold on to hope and make his way through the experiences he does. So I think that's really powerful for him and important for him as a character to see his growth with through all that and to see how he takes those experiences and that growth and it pushes him through everything. And then obviously the biggest loss is obviously the loss of his home planet. Hosnian Prime gets blown up and we talked about this before on some of the previous episodes. I hope that we kind of get to see a little bit of that processing of that loss because like I acknowledged earlier, With Leia, we don't really get to see that as much, but I think it would be really powerful if we did get to see that with Kaz and and how he processes that and how processing that loss, like, can push him forward because we've seen characters process loss before and then, like, help push them and influence them with their next steps and their next journeys. And obviously, because he lost a lot with that, he lost his entire home and, like, his family. And so I think it's important that we see at least a little bit more of that. And even if we don't see that, I think in general, the fact that he experienced that loss and he still fought with his found family in the finale is important. He still believes in his friends and he still fought for his friends and he didn't give up. And so I think that's important to see, like we see throughout Star Wars, the fact that you can experience loss and you can still keep going. And I think that's important. And I hope we continue to see more of these kind of aspects of loss and holding on the hope throughout Resistance in the coming seasons. So for Force Awakens, for much of the beginning, Rey holds on to the fact that she wants to get back to Jakku. She wants to get back there because she believes her parents will come back for her. She just wants to get back. She wants to get back. And that's like for a, be- a good portion of the beginning of the film. That's what she holds on to. But then throughout the film, we get to see her thinking process change because at first she's holding on to so much she's holding on to wanting to get back to her home and holding on to the chance that her family will come back for her. She holds on to that so much. But the fact that she later comes to change her thinking process and hold on to hope and newfound relationships she makes, the fact that she's able to hold on to those things is really powerful. Like, the fact that she at first is putting her want to get back home and this hope that she will see her parents again over like everything else it's like kind of what Luke was doing at first because he's like oh I have a responsibility at home but obviously hers was more just because of this hope that her parents would come back like holding on to that chance instead of possibly taking the newfound relationships and newfound experiences and and using what she's found and propelling herself into new journeys, she's still so determined to hold on to this hope of her family coming back. But eventually, she changes her mind. She gives that up, and she takes the relationship she's found, and she takes this hope and this opportunity, and she takes it, and she continues to stay with the resistance. And she makes a choice at the end of the film, like, instead of going back to her possible family, she acknowledges what Maz tells her and she goes forth with this these new journeys and this new billion. She said, instead of going back to find a family she once believed she could find again, she goes to find Luke instead because she finds that's her new journey. These are the new people she's meeting in her life and she wants to continue that. And then with Finn in this film, like with Ray, she has her own thing at the beginning. For much of the beginning of the film, Finn holds on to this feeling that he needs to escape. He needs to get away from the resistance and the First Order and just all the big stuff just to hide out because, like, he feels like the First Order is after him. 
and then, similar to Ray, he eventually comes to realize that he can more so help um, other people and these new people he's found and this new journey he's on. And he takes that and it becomes, he, he lets go of the fear of being like out there. Because even when the First Order comes, he fights because he accepts that he should fight and he fights. He goes out in the open and he takes on that larger purpose of helping others. So I think it's very powerful to see with both um, Ray and Finn that they move past these mindsets they have, are able to find these new people in their lives and this new goal in their lives and they're able to believe in it and fight for it and I think that's really powerful to see for them and I think it's similar to a lot of other content in Star Wars with these characters and how they find these new goals and they find these new journeys and they make the choices and make the sacrifices in many cases to go on them and they make those sacrifices but ultimately it's what influences them to find like a higher purpose with these new journeys and with these newfound families and I think that's really powerful and then also in this film obviously we have the loss of Han as Kylo kills him and obviously as it connects to the other content as I've been talking about throughout this throughout the other content characters experience these losses but they can take the relationships and the hope for a better future and they take all that and they continue on and they go on new adventures like they face this loss but Ray still goes off to find Luke in the end so it goes to show that despite all the losses they're facing they're still holding on to something and so that's just really powerful and you see that over and over again in this content and that's why it's very important. With both Flash Eye and with Force Awakens I, I feel like there's a lot you can get out into this with Kylo Ren. I feel like Kylo has a lot you could bring up with this because he's complex. He's a mysterious, complex character. And, like, it's it's intriguing and it's, it's interesting. And I feel like there's a lot you could dig into this because, like, obviously he, like, experiences... No, let's just kind of tie Last Jedi and Force Awakens together. He experiences, like, betrayal from Luke, but he takes belief he finds in a new master and in people who will fight with him, and he follows that. He finds something to believe in, even when he's betrayed by Luke. He finds that, and he takes that. So I think that goes to show his holding on despite loss. He faces that, and then he continues to make choices throughout these films where he either intentionally or unintentionally loses something and then he makes the choice to like either hold on or to let go. Obviously, when he finds Rey and he finds belief in her and that he can join she, that she can join him and that it could be more beneficial than what he's going through with Snoke. He makes a choice to betray his master, kill Snoke, and ask Rey to join him. He doesn't hold on to possibly an easy way out of just killing Rey and continuing with Snoke. He finds that connection with Rey, and he takes that connection, and he helps it influence his choices. He makes that choice. He loses this master he's grown to know, and when Luke betrayed him, he made that choice to, like, join Snoke. He loses that in turn. He goes through more loss to hold on to a new thing he's found. He continues to find these new things, and he continues to hold on to them, and he experiences loss because of that. So when he feels betrayed by Rey, when Rey chooses not to join him, he goes back to holding on to what he's known before, and he holds on to that. He constantly is going through these, like, mini losses, and then he continues to try to find these things to hold on to. And that's why it's so complex, and there's so much you can go into with this character, because a lot of it's still left unsaid, and that's why I'm so excited for the ninth film, because to dig mo more into, obviously, the connection with Rey and Kylo, the, like, just his choices he's making, why he's making the choices he is, and just generally, like, just trying to discover, like, what the outcome will be of all of that. 
so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see in episode 9 to dig more into his character, because currently, he's made a lot of choices, he's lost a lot, and he's held on to a lot. But to see, like, where that all leads in episode 9 will be very interesting to see. <laughs> also, in Last Jedi, Rose experiences the loss of her sister. And obviously, similar to other characters, she comes to hold on to hope and new relationships. When she meets Finn, she holds on to that relationship, and she takes that with her, and it it helps propel her into the next journeys and next stages, and what she does next with her life. Despite the loss she's had of her sister, she continues to fight, and she uses that newfound relationship, and her newfound hope, and she uses that to propel her. And similar to Rey in this film, all of these characters hold on to something, and they continue to find these new things to hold on to. And when, like, Rey is caught between different things, she's having all these different people throwing different things at her and saying different things that are trying to deal with Luke and understanding everything with him and uh, trying to, like, trying to convince him to, like, come back with him, trying to figure out everything with Luke. She goes through all of that, and then she also, like, like I said, she, like, she finds this connection with Kylo throughout the film. And obviously, similar to Luke, she, like, holds on to this idea that they're still good in Kylo, and Kylo will change, and Kylo will join her, and, like, when he kills Snoke, she has that more so belief that he's taking her side now. And so that's why when Kylo proposes the choice that he does and twists it, and makes it not what she believed it would be. That's why it's so hard for her, because she has that loss, because she holds on to this idea that he will join her. And then when he twists it like that, it makes it hard for her, because that is lost. And that's why there's so much conflict in that moment. They both gave each other an opportunity, and both of them followed their own logic in that moment. And they both come to follow their own logic in that moment, because they both feel betrayed in a way because they're both lost in a way and their own ways are both lost and they found like this connection and they both believed in each other that each other would make the choices to follow one another and when both of them found this division and neither one wanted to follow the other's logic they both felt betrayed in that way that both of them weren't going to come together on that and both of them made their choices and she, at the end of the film, when she shows the door, she's like, you made your choice. This is, like, the choice you made. And so, it, yeah, like I said, it'll be interesting to see how all of these different characters continue to process these different kinds of relationships and ho- what they're holding on to and what they're losing. Because, like, as I've been talking about throughout this episode, relationships, hope, loss... And what you hold on to and moving forward into your next stages of your life and your journey. It's very prominent throughout all the content we've gotten in Star Wars. And I think in a way, the fact that you can tie it to your real life in a number of ways and see some of the themes and some of the choices can be reflected in real lives. I think that's why it's powerful to see in these films. And it's a good thing to keep as a, like, central theme because it's, like, a theme that deeply influences the characters, the relationships, and the choices they make. And it also can connect with the viewer. It's, like, not just a generalized theme. It's something that does really deeply influence the choices the characters make and that viewers can relate to or understand to a point where it is entertaining and it is interesting to watch the stories and the journeys these characters go on. So yeah, I'm excited to see how this continued to be shown and portrayed throughout Star Wars. It's very interesting. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Ezra episodes should be coming out sometime in the future. More content will also be out soon. I'm trying to get out some a good bunch of content before I head off to college in September, so stay tuned. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, I love you and you're amazing, and I hope you have a great day.